Join us as we dive into the wild world of government auctions and take you behind the scenes to uncover the cool and unique ways bidders from across America are utilizing the items they've won on Municipid. Like an ambulance repurposed into a work truck, to a city bus converted into an RV, and so much more. Welcome to the Municipid Podcast. Tony, I'm delighted to chat with you today about the brush truck you won. To start, can you tell us a little about yourself? My name is Tony Powell. I'm from Chesney, Michigan. I and I got three kids, wife. My kids are all older. Actually, the last one's an adult just the other day. So I have no kids living with me. They're just adults. And they're all off to college and everything. I kind of got into, I guess the truck that I bought on here was my first classic car. Kind of got into them. I like working on vehicles and so forth. Wonderful. Can you kind of start us from the beginning? Why a fire truck? What what start is that? I put on Facebook and that's what everybody said too. What are you going to do now with it? I like the old cars and that one came up. This is how I'd heard of Municipid. ABC 12 was the local news station around here in the Burton Fire Department, which is, is local. I seen a little story on the news about it. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty nice. And I don't remember if they mentioned Municipid or there was a link on the site or whatever. So I kind of looked into it a little bit. I think I called them if I remember correctly and got a little bit of information on it. And then kind of the night before it happened, you know, you got to ask the wife <laughs> if it was okay. I mentioned it several times. She really didn't say anything. So we were laying in bed one night. She goes to bed a little early and I had the laptop just kind of looking at it and I kind of mentioned something to her and she says, well, if you want it, you know, bid on it. There was no, you know, read between the lines. I'm in trouble. If I buy it, it was a sincere, <laughs> I can buy it. Well, apparently she was sleeping. <laughs> so the next day I looked at it a little bit more and stuff. And the next day I started bidding on it. I was at work and I started bidding on it. And of course, anything I bid on, I'm going to win. I don't know if I won, but probably overpaid for it a little bit. But probably within 30 minutes after that, the Burton Fire Department called me, said I, I won it. And, you know, how the, the details and everything. So I thought I'd play it safe. I grabbed my father-in-law just in case I was in trouble. And we went down and got it. I got to meet the, I don't know if he was like the captain and chief, but got to meet them. I got it and everything and drove it back up. It was, it's pretty cool. I'm not a volunteer fireman or anything like that, but it's, you know, I had the lights, I had flames on it, the volunteer firemen redid it and everything. And drove it home, parked it in the barn. Of course, the wife drove in and she likes that kind of stuff too. So I wasn't too much trouble, but probably about a half an hour later, I had ABC 12 calling me and they wanted to do a little story, a um, little follow-up story on it. So uh, they asked me a bunch of questions. Of course, the fire department invited me back down for the parade and, and so forth, which I didn't end up going. I had some problems with the vehicle, but, but yeah. And then later that night it aired and a lot of my family and stuff seen it. So it was all pretty cool. And, you know, that was kind of, that was kind of the process of it. You know, I drove it around for, for probably a year and, you know, had my fun with it. I was going to redo it and, you know, keep it, but you know, the value and the history is, you know, the fire department and everything. And I didn't really want to pull that off and devalue it. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. You know, I, I bought the thing, like you say, why the fire department? Well, 
know I was going to get it. So I didn't plan on anything after I bought it, but it, it, it was kind of neat. I've been to a few car shows and so forth. And, you know, like I said, I didn't want to devalue it. And I was looking at it and I think it was Craigslist. And there was somebody that had a real similar, it was a suburban. It would end up being an ambulance. Same year, you know, low miles, all that kind of stuff. And I got talking with him. I said, hey, if anybody wants a package deal, you know, I'm possibly sell this one. And the guy just started talking to me. It was the younger guy downstate. And he was interested in it. So uh, he came up and, you know, we worked out a deal. I made a little bit of money on it and so forth. And then I don't know when it was. I just kind of started doing a search because there's all sorts of articles on this truck. I think the volunteer department kind of wanted to save it. I don't know why they didn't keep it. It's not like it was costing them anything, you know, maybe some insurance or something. They were, you know, of course it's taking up room and so forth, but uh, there was a lot of save the brush truck and. And, and so forth, the, the vehicle itself was redone, um, by the volunteer department. They rebuilt the engine, they repainted it. They put the flames on, they put the lift kit on. It's more of a parade vehicle, if anything. So it's got the guys that worked on it. Cause I was reading an article on Facebook and it said something about so-and-so and so-and-so redid that because on the Nerf bars, they made the Nerf bars for it and it welded their name. And it was, I think it was Al and Corey, I think, or something that was welded on the bottom. It was pretty cool. And I think there was a memorial thing on the side, but it was pretty cool, but I ended up selling it and it, I did a search for it and I found a couple auction sites that it was odd. It looks like maybe they tried selling it. I don't know. And then I found it on Barrett Jackson, but there was pictures at Barrett Jackson and I seen them online and everything. So it was, it was kind of neat. It was a neat story and everything. And I know it was kind of exciting. So it was kind of first old truck, I guess. Yeah. Had you driven like a fire truck or like an older classic truck like this before? No, not this old. You know, of course, growing up, you know, whenever vehicles we had, I got my dad's 86 and a, and a few, you know, 80s vehicles. I just bought a 66 Chevelle a few months ago. But to know that was kind of like the first one. So it was kind of neat. I'm more of a truck person, so it was cool. I just didn't want to take all that stuff off of there and, you know, I don't want to say devalue it, but you're kind of ruling the story, story behind it. So, so when you had it, were you using it more as a daily driver rather than like a work truck or nope. were you kind of trying to keep it? Yeah, it was more of a classic vehicle. It was. 1969 and it had 32,000 miles. So it wasn't, it was very low miles and yeah, it's just parked in the barn, you know, don't drive in the rain, anything like that. Just like a classic, classic vehicle. So it was more of a, you know, drive it uptown, you know, get some ice cream or just drive it around the block, drive it to a friend's house or, or something like that. We took it to the Frankenmuth car show, which was uh, it's a really big car show. My wife's boss puts it on and I don't know how many thousands of vehicles are there, but we got in the street and it just, they open up the street. You can park on the street on Friday and we got in there and it's just like people come around you. So you really couldn't do anything. And I had a couple of people coming up to me. They said, Hey, this is the Burton fire department. Were you the one who bought it and so forth? So got a little information out of it, but uh, yeah, it's just, I just, it's just a pleasure vehicle, classic vehicle. 
Before we jump back in, I wanted to let you know you can find all sorts of items over at unisabid.com. From police vehicles to heavy equipment, computers to classic fire trucks like Tony is talking about. Bidding is open to the public. Any cool little like tidbits that you learned about the truck or like about how the truck was used before it became like a parade vehicle? It was kind of neat because the title was from 1969. It's nothing like today's title. It was just a short little piece of paper. It was all original and everything. I made copies of it and actually got it back. It went with the vehicle. Kind of learned a little bit there. Uh, it was in full use as a brush truck. They decorated it with Christmas lights at one time. People that got an award or something, they were standing in front of it. They tried getting all them pictures and so forth. But the history behind it, I pulled everything. But the vehicle was purchased in 1969 by the Burton Fire Department, and it never really went anywhere. You know, it was always used for the work vehicle and, and a brush truck. And they had, uh, you know, when they blocked the road off or something, they had that vehicle sitting right there. That's amazing. When you picked up the vehicle, like it ran, you were able to like drive it back home, no problem. Yeah, well, yeah it was, it's yeah. kind of a heavy, du heavy duty truck. And it's got the stick in it with the granny gear. So it is, you get going 55 mile an hour down the road. It is howling at you. It's, it's loud because it's over rim. Probably not meant to go 55, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to drive the stick. I mean, drove it in, in town and stuff. And man, if you got to hold your foot on the clutch, you're going to get worn out. I know my wife never drove it. She probably couldn't push in the clutch. This is just a heavy duty vehicle, but everything ran really good. I think I had to put a new battery in it, a couple minor things just to touch up some stuff, cleaned it up a little bit, but that's about it. Change oil, regular maintenance stuff. Nice. What advice would you give to someone who was looking for a brush truck or maybe looking to get into looking at like more classic trucks and thought it would be their first time buying that type of vehicle? Man, get ready to pay. <laughs> classic vehicles really went up. You know, like I say, I bought three in the last couple of years. Well, four, including this one. If the prices went through the roof, everybody wants them. You know, all the ones I want, I think everybody's getting up to age that they can afford them. Was Municipid the first time that you had participated in a government auction or like, were you familiar with government auctions before? No, I was, I was not familiar with them whatsoever. ABC 12 had that link. I went there and I probably spent a lot of time on your site, just looking at other vehicles. And I like the auction stuff. So, uh, you know, just seeing what things go for, you learn quite a bit. Um, there's some, you know, schools and stuff lately that had a bunch of stuff, but yeah, I never, never purchased anything from there. You know, as far as this vehicle, I don't remember. They called me up. You know, I think I had to go there and purchase it. I don't remember what the whole process was, but it was straightforward, easy to do. You know, that was, I forget how many years ago, but uh, yeah, I don't ever remember having an issue. It's pretty simple. You know, all the, I, I was on your site today. You know, you guys got everything in there. So pretty straightforward. That's great to hear. What did you like the most about participating in a government auction? far as you know actually won it and stuff that was awesome <laughs> i don't know about paying for it but uh, i don't know i i like all this stuff you know some of the farm auctions and stuff it's, it's just kind of addicting i probably spend more hours than i need to and just to see what's out there it's kind of a learning thing too you see what stuff goes for 
you see what other people are willing to bid on it. You know, like this vehicle, I probably spent over twice as much that I wanted to, but you kind of realize if there's other people out there wanting to buy it, it must be worth it. You know, and it just wasn't one guy outbidding me. And then, you know, of course I sold it for way more money. So, you know, someone wanted to. And then when it went on Barrett Jackson, I think it went for half of what I sold it for. So it's a, it's a big game. What advice would you give to others who were looking to participate in government auctions and had never used government auctions before? I don't know. I definitely, uh, you know, I told several people about me in Nisabed right after I purchased that one. It's, it's a good way to get, you know, government or, or school or whatever it is, vehicles that, you know, may have very low hours on them or where most of the time they're very well taken care of. I mean, they're going to be old and, and things are going to be wrong with them, but you know, like the fire department, they're really big on uh, service and everything. I work at a big company. I know all the vehicles, they probably spend more money than a normal person would, you know, to take care of this stuff. So it definitely wouldn't be afraid of any government site or anything like that. Probably the, probably way safer than you know, eBay or marketplace or anything like that. So you're dealing with probably some professionals instead of professional thieves. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> yeah. And we absolutely love, you know, talking with you and our other customers and hearing your stories and kind of the life after winning an item and how it went and how you used it is very fascinating. Well, thank you so much, Tony. Really appreciate your time. And it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. Awesome. Great. And thanks again for doing this. Thank you for tuning into the Municipid podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the world of government surplus, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>